This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Holy freaking cow. I, I hope you're ready. Uh, because if, if you could have seen the DM messages back and forth from the Wayne Breezy and myself, you know we're going to be having a show. And I, I, there's nobody else I'd rather have next to me digitally or virtually, I guess you would say, than the man himself, Wayne Breezy, looking great. Love the new hat. Love the shades. How Appreciate are you, man? I'm doing really good, John. Man, It's Tuesday. It's, it's time to get down to the get down with John Chapman. Welcome to the John and Wayne show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, man. It, one of my favorite times of the week. Every single every Tuesday on my show, Friday on his show. And if you look at the description of this video, audio, podcast, whatever it is you're doing, uh, you're going to see the link to Wayne's channel. Make sure you hit that up so that you can catch us not once but twice. Holy cow. We've got some stuff to talk about today. We're going to be dealing with the John Lynch press conference, the Kyle Shanahan press conference. We got to talk some draft. Oh boy. But man, it just seems this 49ers quarterback situation just cannot go, um, can't go away. It just, it magnifies and magnifies and magnifies. So here we are. Now you were frustrated earlier today, Wayne. Let's start with your emotion. 
Okay. And let's go with this conversation. And we're going to be throwing in clips of Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, all that stuff. Let's deal with it. If you guys got questions in the chat, make sure you tag me. Oh, boy. Let's get to it, man. How you feeling, Wayne? Well, I'm feeling a lot better. I mean, earlier, I mean, my emotions usually tend to get the best of me, but I'm real quick on how to be able to become emotionally competent so that I can do shows for everybody, right? So I got to check my emotions at the door before I walk in. But when I when I hit you up in our little private privacy moment, it was just like, God dang it, John. I love it, man. Beep, beep. Hold on. Do I got some beeps for you? What the... <laughs> Why? Why? You know, my, my, my question is why? Why are we dealing with this again? And it's just like, man, we move on from Jimmy. And now all of a sudden, it's quarterback controversy part two. And Trey Lance is still in the midst of it. And now you added a third equation like a Sam Darnold. Who is coming to compete for the starting position? That's my point. Th this is where it gets so funny i'm laughing i'm on laughing top of that brock purdy i don't give a hold on i don't give a <laughs> if he's injured or not he's the quarterback one so that's it it's set quarterback one injured or not that's the guy now who's gonna fill in for brock while he's injured that's the question that's that's the only thing we should be trying to figure out yeah. moving forward as a san francisco 49ers content creator who's gonna be filling it in for brock while he's out. That's it. So is it going to be Sam Darnold? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Let the competition begin. Let the games begin. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, the Godfather, Nicholas Parra in the house. How are you, man? He says, it's the best collaboration show in the business. Hope all is well, Niner family. Looks like we're in for a very interesting offseason regarding quarterbacks. I'm good with whoever is at the helm. That's the right attitude to have. Thank you, Nicholas, uh, for your contribution and support and friendship. You are incredible. Now, okay, let me let me say this, Wayne. Yeah. I watched the entirety of the John Lynch presser. I watched mm -hmm. the entirety of the Kyle Shanahan presser. Compliments of David Lombardi. Does a hell of a job. Thank you for sharing and bringing us into the entirety of the conversation. Said it's just the clips. Because I watched both of them, and I shrugged my shoulders, and I was like, okay. They love what Brock did. They're in love with Brock. They want to roll with Brock. But, like you said, he is injured. And so I walked away from those, you know, pressers saying, guess what? Didn't really learn too much. They like Brock, but he's hurt. Trey's going to get a chance to prove himself. That's what we've been saying all offseason. But whenever I scroll Twitter for, like, five seconds, and the national media and other content creators and whatever else – it sounds like this team hates Trey Lance with everything they have. Why is there such a disconnect between what, not what Kyle and John Lynch said together, but disconnect with the way people interpret these pressers? And maybe we're wrong. That's a possibility. Possibly. I'm wrong all the time. But why does it seem like they hate Trey Lance if you're on social media, but you listen to what they say and they're fine with Trey Lance and excited to see him prove himself? Why Why is there such a break between these two things? I I don't know. But this is the first <laughs> time I'm going to sit here and say I don't know. I don't I don't know, John. All I all I want to know is <laughs> You know, it's not their job to tell us right now what the hell is going on 
all I all I care about is the simple fact that can we win a mother freaking championship? And at the end of the day, I don't care who's quarterback one or yes. quarterback fifteen. I, I yeah, I, I just don't. I just want to get over the hump. I want to go to a parade. I am forty two years old, <laughs> and I've never been to a championship parade for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sorry when I was 11, my mama wouldn't let me fly out to California by myself because she wasn't going to take me. How unreasonable of the mother of Wayne Breezy. She's a Cowboys fan. She was not going to. Oh, yeah, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. I'm 42. I can buy my own ticket. I can get there. I can Uber now. I don't have to take a taxi. I can get around. (laughs) I'm on my Tupac. I want to see a parade you know, before I leave this beautiful earth. And so it's just, it's just, it's just a controversy, right? And I get it. It's cool that we have news to talk about. Here's what I don't understand, though. But this is the reason why I can't answer your question. When the national media takes over from us, our job is to make sure we keep our faithful, our fan yes. base informed. The yes. national media, though, is going to try to take over and do their job and put their twist on it. So when I see a clip from an Ian Rappaport, and it's a, it's it's Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold. Yeah, that was weird. Where the where the hold on? Where's <laughs> Trey Lance? So yeah, I don't this? know. So I this? feel like a lot of the national media has been wrong on Trey Lance from the start, and so they just constantly they're doubling down to scrub that to validate perhaps their old stance because again those were all the same you know ones that were you know Mac Jones at 3 trading George Kittle Jimmy G's the guy long term like well it, it the pieces just kept falling apart but they just stayed with it now you've got Florio who's just in my opinion completely incredible still pitching the the Kirk Cousins to the 49ers thing okay, like he's still that pitching that 6 years in a row Let's pitch, like, let's put that to bed. That that's 49er faithful. That's dead yeah. in the water. That's not happening. It's not happening. Now, let's do this. Okay. I'm gonna play the full unabridged clip. This is 59 seconds of Kyle Shanahan today. Again, this compliments to David Lombardi. Thank you so much. Um, now, just to preface the audio quality, if you haven't seen this. All the head coaches are in the same ballroom being interviewed. Like literally 10 feet behind Shanahan is McVeigh being interviewed by 10 people as well. So there's a lot of background noise. I tried to scrub it as much as I could. Uh, probably didn't do well. But here is the question. And again, it's going to be summarized. What is the Brock Purdy timeline? Here we go, baby. Um, well, I think it would have been pretty easy if Brock was healthy because uh, the way Brock played last year, uh, he'd be the starter going into it. Um, you know, Trey had that position going into the year. We were real excited about that, and we think he would have had a hell of a year. Um, we only got one and a half games or one and a quarter, and then he went out, opened up an opportunity for Jimmy. Jimmy got hurt and opened it up for Brock, and Brock played eight games and won all of them and played at an extremely high level, and we're very excited to have that level of a player as our quarterback. Now, we believe Trey can be that. I think he would have done it last year if he stayed healthy. Um, the good thing for him is with Brock being hurt and stuff, he has an opportunity to try to regain that and everything. And that's also we brought in Sam because we can't be set for sure on Brock because you never know how the injury will go. We think it will go well. We're optimistic about it. But right now that's on hold. And so it opens up, opens up an opportunity for Trey and for Sam to come in and show us what they have. 
Yeah, like, okay, this was probably the biggest piece of new information. The Because we've been told three months, then we get to figure things out. That's June 1st. Six months, the earliest he can be cleared. That's the fourth week of August. But he kind of threw out six to eight months. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the, the timeline. And it's funny because he said, you know, we could expect him back week one. We could expect him back week four. That would be six weeks to seven or six months to seven months. Six months to eight months is week one to week eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on the bye week, whatever else. Right. So like, I don't know, man, this is, and again, the way that he started this entire conversation, which I think is key. We really like Trey. We were planning on moving forward with Trey week one. He got hurt. Open the door for Jimmy. He got hurt. Open the door for Brock. Brock got hurt. Guess what that means? Let's just follow the chain of logic. The door is open for Trey or Sam. Let's be fair. He did well, say I, that. I'm glad you put that in there because I was going to say Okay. It, Bob or T, look at him. Sam and Trey will compete for a quarterback too. Got to be good stuff. I love the positivity, Bomber. I love it. That's what um, it is, Bomber. That's what I'm getting from everything. Uh, that's the way I'm interpreting it. And now, But see, I don't know because everybody mm-mm. tweeted out, Sam Darnold's getting first team reps with Trey, right? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's play this little 10-second clip. Um, exactly. Listen, this is Kyle Shanahan talking about what the offseason is going to look like and training camp is going to look like with Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. We get first-team reps, but I like to see them in phase one. I want to see how they come in. We get to go on the field with them in phase two. And OTAs, I, I expect them both to work on the first team. But we'll see how they go. But he we'll said see how it goes. But, he, but at the end, he says, I expect both of them to run with the first team. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, I, the way I'm interpreting it is like, why, why, why does both need to run with the first team? And it's going to come down to who's ahead of the curve. Now, if, if this is Kyle Shanahan speaking from this perspective, it makes it more clear. Trey Lance is coming off of an injury. They're not sure how well he's going to respond football wise coming off of that angle injury you know what i'm saying will he be able to move properly will he be able to step into his throws will he be able to do these things coming off of that injury i i understand the sam darnold i understand that signing i understand um you know why he's here i'm getting the sense that brock purdy won't be ready anytime soon i'm getting the sense that they won't rush brock purdy back but I do understand that they're letting the world and the team and everybody know that when healthy, this is his team. That's kind of what I'm getting. Now, that can change, guys. That can change. It, it, it changes the moment these other quarterbacks play. And if they play well, that's going to cause a wrinkle and make and force our coaches to make a decision. Trey Lance comes out there. He's quarterback one. He's starting. He's doing this. He's winning games, but his stats aren't looking too great. Who cares if the team continues to win? I mean, yeah. Brock Purdy's stats weren't that great. I just wrote an article about it. They weren't 
eye-popping or eye-gouging. The thing about Brock was he kept continuing to find ways to get this team to win while putting up points. That yeah, was the two-touchdown consistency yeah. was, like, that was awesome. That and was I don't want to take anything away from Brock. Was Brock was, you know, there was one point where he was, he had the highest passer rating. He had the most touchdown passes. He had the fewest interceptions of any quarterback that started that whole thing. Like, that was like a seven game. I think it was after six games. After he was six. still first in all those. He played eight. He won eight. Now, was the play, and again, a lot of people are going through the film, and we'll be doing this a little bit later in the offseason on our Patreon. But Brock played in a way that I walked away saying, man, this dude's got this job on lockdown easily till he got hurt. The yeah. Niners continue to show you can lose your damn job. If you're hurt, if somebody comes in and outperforms, you lose your job. That's just period. It doesn't matter who you are. Jimmy Ward lost his job. Um, Daniel Brunskill lost his job. Let, let's see who else. Um, there, there's other guys. Jeff Wilson Jr. Lost his job. They did. Trey Lance lost his job. According to this all once they got hurt. Yeah which is new to like a lot of our older uh, faithful. Cause we usually don't see starters lose their jobs due to injury, but Kyle is changing that, which is fine. I'm cool with it. I, uh, I think your job should not be safe. Um, it, you don't lose it because of injury. You lost it because you got injured and somebody outperformed you. Outperformed you. I'm, and and yes. that's what I'm cool. That's why I said I'm cool with it. Here's the issue though. I just want the same smoke or the same situation like if trey comes and outperforms himself or brock or whatever then brock loses his job that's all i'm right. saying yeah like, it's gonna stay it, it should stay consistent that's all because I'm that for. and you want like the guy that's gonna give you the best chance to win like that's period okay right now john lynch and kyle shanahan are 100 aligned in the fact that they believe brock purdy gives them the best chance to win that's awesome. I, I don't disagree with that. No. There is potential there. We got to see what Trey can bring because we ain't seen it yet. want to say shout out to Sean Turner. Appreciate Sean. the super chat. Give What's up, Sean? I freaking love it, man. Um, and, and like right here, Brian Carter, good dude. Uh, he helps us with the draft content. He says, am I the only one bored and sick of the Trey versus Brock arguments when we don't have any new info? I didn't get much new info from this besides the timeline. Could be longer than six months. We're not going to know anything until the first week of June. But I don't know. What, what would you say to Brian? Are you tired of this? Or Because um, I know other content creators are going to be milking this nonstop, and I get it. It gets yeah. clicks. It gets brings that stuff in. But I'm just not sure what new information we're getting besides the fact Darnold's going to get some first-team reps. Timeline for Brock could be a little bit longer than we anticipated. I don't know. I think my – I'm not I, – I can understand people's boredom towards it, but listen, we've been dealing with it for the past several years, and it <laughs> should be kind of like baby. normalcy for us. You know what I mean? So, Brian, I, res I understand. I wish there were other things that we could talk about, but honestly, until May – until OTAs, until we get some throws from Trey Lance and he'll be heavily criticized on an incomplete pass or a bad throw. Like, until we get some more concrete things, unfortunately, is going to be this uh, situation because it's going to come down. And I, honestly, I'm I'm not, I'm I'm willing to let, leave Brock out of it. Brock, Brock, to me, Brock, this is his job. I've accepted it. This is Brock's job. And he earned it. So, that, like, I'm not taking away anything from Brock. Now, what's going to happen is 
Brock is still recouping and recovering from an injury, which leads me to believe if Kyle Shanahan is rocking with the same way he's been doing when players get injured, Trey Lance, he said today, has an opportunity to regain the role as quarterback one. But that all comes down to what Sam Darnold does. Because Sam Darnold, even though he didn't say it, said we'll have the same opportunity. That's competition. That's what y'all want. That's what we want. This is good, right? This is good because we're going to have three quarterbacks in camp that can get the job done. And if Sam Darnold can do little things over Trey Lance uh, better and he wins the job, cool. That doesn't mean Trey Lance is bad. My only question is how does Trey Lance get better if he don't get the reps? Yeah. And so that's the to me that's the that's the main issue. Trey Lance just needs to play. I don't care if he throw forty interceptions, he needs to be out there getting reps to learn how to not throw forty interceptions. So Rob- the the question of this, okay, let me play devil's advocate here, Wade. Um, they've got a championship roster, championship team, caliber team, right? Yeah. How much do you want to allow? Trey to learn in that process. He's 22. He's I mean, raw. They raw. were gonna they were gonna do it last year, John. What's the difference? Jimmy was hurt last year. Now Brock is hurt this year. And I think for me, okay, Brock's hurt. Like, I'm you should roll with Trey. I want to see what Trey's got. You've been given. I don't want to say an opportunity. It always sucks when somebody gets hurt, but what the situation is right now, it's like a best of both worlds. Because if Brock was healthy, you're rolling with Brock. Like, I agree with that. That's Easily. cool. I'm but not- it's not. So now you get the chance to see what Trey Lance can bring. Now, how much of all of this is, look, Trey, we need you to prove who you are. And some of this is a little bit lighting, you know, the gas or whatever you want to say under Trey's rear end. Because the one thing that I would be upset with is if Sam Darnold gets those that game time over Trey Lance. That's what that's I, where I'm just gonna be like, what in the world? And like that's when I hit you with the last message, yeah. and I said, "Come on, like I'm cool with competition. That's great. Yes, yes. But you rolled with Trey last year, knowing he needed work. Why not roll with him again, knowing he needs the work? Let him get the first team reps. Let him build the rapport with that group. That's who you invested in. Sam Darnold could continue to be that contingency plan or whatnot. If things just don't go right, you bring and then we could see what he could do. But last time I checked, Sam Darnold didn't look good either. I don't care what he did in the four games in Carolina. That's Carolina. I don't care about any of that. It's let's just- uh let's let's bracket this with uh this was Kyle Shanahan was asked. What is Trey's attitude like with all this information and lose, you know, Brock coming in and played well, all this quick 20 second clip. Kyle Shanahan on what Trey Lance's attitude has been like. As good as it can be. Um, Trey's a great person, but he's also smart and knows what he saw. He knows how, um, he knows the level Brock played at, so he understands that. I've talked to Trey the same way I'm talking to you guys now, so he gets it. And I think Trey's just excited to be healthy and excited to come in and get those reps and show us what he can do. Yeah, I mean, this guy's got the attitude. And that's the, like, Trey even said, I think it was on the Rich Eisen show, perhaps I could be wrong there. Like, I just want a chance to compete. Trey Mm -hmm. literally said, like, dude, Brock played awesome. I just want a chance to compete. The injury affords the 49ers that opportunity. That's it. 
That's because what we just ain't seen it from Trey. He played yeah. five quarters last year. He played that's five, it, five quarters. Four I, were in a monsoon. And that's what I like about Trey Lance, right? Because it's it's the adversity that, you know, it's another stripe on his belt that he can try to overcome, right? Listen, I was the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. I got injured, and now I got to come out here and prove myself again. Cool. That's what's up. That's what I'm going to do, right? So, so, so the ball – Again, is in Trey Lance's court. It it comes down to what he's able to do, what he's able to comprehend, and basically perform out there via camp, and not just in camp, right? Because it's going to come down to like Kyle spoke about the different phases. Phase one, it's going to come down what he does in 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 real games, and so that's what we're going to see. We know what Sam Darnold has done in real games, but we don't know what Sam Darnold will do in real games on the 49ers. So it's going to be so cool. And we don't know how Trey Lance is going to play with this 49ers team. This is not the same team. They're different pieces, different weapons. You know, it's just different. And so we'll see. We'll see. He'll be a lot older, a little bit more mature. Turns 23, I think, in a month or two. I think two yeah. months he turns so I'm going to go back to Vegas, right? Yeah, I don't think he is. I know oh, he's he not. Better not. He better be out there practicing. Because when, when we were doing our draft party in Vegas and we had Fred Warner and um, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell come out, which was awesome, we were in negotiations with Trey Lance and they were totally down, but they said, you know, you know, if if it's in Vegas, we're out. Uh, we're open to negotiation in lots of plays, but if it's in Vegas, we're out. Like he didn't want that type of stigma added to his game. Uh, Clarzard, I love this. I love this. It says, "What happens if Trey has a comeback Player of the Year type season? Then what?" On Bet US, which if you want to bet on Final Four or any of that kind of stuff, link in this description. Get a huge bonus, double your deposit. Free rolls do apply, but that link's right here in the description of the video. He's second. Best odds in the NFL for comeback player of the year currently. Who's Trey first? Lance's? Um, Demar Hamlin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna Demar be tough. It's gonna be tough to outdo that one. I'm not betting it. I'm not betting it. Just nah, because it's gonna if, be tough. If Hamlin to plays one play, it's like the Alex Smith thing. He makes one play. Like if he takes one snap, it's over. It. Dude died on a field and comes back and plays that be insane. But I do think that it's interesting to look at. You know, Vegas. They got somebody. And they're putting money there, and I think that's important. So, like, I don't know. You put out a tweet just a few days ago, Uh-oh. and you said my Trey Lance prediction. Yeah, like you put your stat lines out there, and they were freaking up there. I I, I wrote it down: four thousand yards, twenty-five touchdowns, eight interceptions. Where are you? You just made that prediction a couple days ago. Yep. You standing by it, or you want to adjust it based on new information? What, I, what do you think? No, because. We just discussed like this information isn't really anything new. And at the end of the day, Trey, Trey's going to get an opportunity. And the moment he gets the opportunity, that's when you'll know. And so for me, I just feel like Trey just needs the opportunity to shut everybody up. Mm. And that's how I feel. And once he does that, Trey Lance is going to soar. And and the reason why the, the yards are up there. Is not just because of those deep throws down the field, but it's that's what's going to open up the game. Yeah, you know, like Kyle that. Shanahan likes to do home run hitting things. I mean, does he like to methodically move the ball <laughs> down the field for sure? But if Trey Lance is out there, expect play action. If we get the game plan that we saw designed for Trey Lance in that Houston game, opposed to what we saw as him as a starting quarterback last year, 
it'll be a totally different conversation. We were seeing play action passes, this, that, and the third, yeah. him getting down the field, him having clear lanes to run. At the end of the day, for me, the difference that Trey Lance makes up and that 11-on-11 honest defense, like, that's the key. That's the key to Kyle unleashing a new layer. I don't think you're going to get that with Brock Purdy because at the end of the day, they'll continue to stack the box. You want the 49ers to run the ball again effectively? All right. Get another speed running back back there. Have Trey Lance back there. Christian McCaffrey back there. That just changes up the whole game plan. And now you can get some of those deep throws down the field. 11 on 11. I think that's key. And I think that's what we want to see. And I think that's what Kyle Shanahan was setting up last year. And unfortunately, Trey just got injured. It was one of those things that you just did not see coming. You could say we overran him, we overdid whatever. He just happened to get a big dude fall on him backwards, kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to my good friend Jason Batch Photography. Uh, we had a good time hanging out in Chicago a couple years ago. Great dude. He said if Trey is healthy and gets the reps, he will be over Sam Darnold. Once he gets out there with that skill set, we'll see. Um, they still have high stakes in him regardless of what they say to the media and what's going on there. I, I do like that. I, I do like that a lot. I agree with that. Now, a um, couple other comments that I want to get to. Uh, Nick, shout out to Nick. He says, I think it's connected to two things. People love Trey and want to see him get a fair chance. The second, a lot of people are afraid it will revere they are wrong on their Trey evaluation. And that works both ways. Wayne and I very high on Trey Lance out of the draft. We both could have been wrong. Could have been. However, I will make the argument we have not seen that yet on the tape. You have not been validated or proven wrong by what Trey has played during games yet. It's such a small sample size, and like you can't be for or against Trey based on what you saw on tape yet. That's the issue, right? So back to Nick's point, his first point, everybody wants to see a fair chance. I don't really care about fair, but yeah, I want to see this dude. I want to see what he could do. That's what I want. Um, so, so we'll see if that happens. Let's shift gears now. Um, John Nevels, he says, what do y'all think about, they just announced the 40 hours are going to be having joint practices with the Raiders, the Raiders. um, next year, uh, 49ers. I think they just want to practice against Jimmy G. They can't get away from them. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? I love it. You know, it's, it's now this is a rivalry type of a practice. This isn't the Houston Texans. I would have liked that too, going against the Miko and seeing how that panned out. But this is I, I love this one. This is this is something that 49ers fans uh, are going to be there at every practice that is open available to the fan base. Uh, this is a rivalry. Just I'm only going to ask for one thing. Please, like, just keep it like kosher and clean like the like the league, the Raiders and the Niners. I mean, there's so much bad blood and I'm not even talking between the teams. I'll talk between the fan bases. So this is going to go down. And just keep it kosher. They might not even allow the fans to be at these practices now that I think about it. But yeah, well, we went to the Raiders game. I didn't have any issues. The only fight I saw after the game, my son was like, Oh, there's the first fight. And it was two Raiders fans fighting each other after the game. That's because it was in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and so if it's in San Francisco, it's different. It's a little different because you're gonna get the real Raider fans there. I don't know. Have they announced if it's in San Francisco or Las Vegas yet? They didn't announce it, but aren't usually our joint practices away. Not well, it's it depends on the schedule for sometimes they're away, sometimes they're here. But the 49ers do have one of the smallest training facilities, yeah. Um, as far as like whatever, but 
Uh, we'll see. I, I mean, it could be in Vegas. They have a lot more indoor facilities than the 49ers do, obviously. Uh, 49ers don't have any indoor facility. Um, Speaking of that, so, Tom, there's going to be some upgrades. The 49ers are borrowing $120 million from the NFL to upgrade. And I wonder if part of the upgrade is to upgrade the practice facilities. I the wish. Seattle 49ers. The, the clip I read from The athletics said it's going to be to create more owner suite boxes. Are you um, kidding me? So that they can get more uh, like soccer and whatever else stuff. So, yeah. What I, they I, need to do is upgrade that Wi-Fi because <laughs> that's trash. Yeah, like, it is. It's just slow. We, we're we at that state and we're trying to create the content and upload it and it's just stuck. It gets stuck. It gets stuck. It's rough. The worst stadium in the world is SoFi which is hilarious. That's the worst. Like you can't even get into the stadium because everybody can't open their ticket thing because the internet's so slow. And so there's just a line and people just can't get into the damn stadium because it's just, it's just trash. Sean Turner back at it again. Look at day Daniel. Um, Long as Trey gets the opportunity to win his quarterback one position because he's a better player at a success rate for 2023. That's all we're asking. That's it. And I don't think John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan said anything contrary to that. Trey's going to get a chance. Trey yeah. is going to get a chance. There's no way Brock Purdy's going to be ready week one. If he is, it's a miracle, amazing, awesome. But even if he is ready week one, I'm telling you right now, the idea of one quarterback playing the entire season for the 49ers has happened once in 10 years. It's not going to happen ever. <laughs> it's just today's it's just NFL the, is weird. It's just um, not the way it's set up for the San Francisco 49ers. Like quarterbacks get dinged, injured, and it is what it is. So look, I, but look. the NFC West too, though. So like there's four teams in the NFC West, 13 quarterbacks started games for those four teams this like, year, just this past year. Colin Murray's going to be out for a while. We don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford and Geno may just be the healthiest quarterback in the division at this point. Yeah. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, and Jason says, you know, how do we feel about the 40 hours borrowing 120 million to upgrade upgrade Levi's? There's a fund that is built in the NFL, their revenue package, um, where they help these stadiums get their upgrades so that they can get more premier spots um with non-football things, things like the Final Four, uh college football playoff, World Cup, blah, 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 blah. And so they are borrowing from that. Uh, it's just kind of the way that goes. Um, NFL's king. They're going to make money. It's just they're going to make money. Um, period. All right, right here, Jose Torres. Thank you for the super chat. We need a roof with that, buddy. Yeah, that ain't happening. Um, I, I've been told, I don't know how legit this is, that to add a roof onto Levi's would cost over $1 billion. Don't know how accurate that is. But well, it ain't happening. No uh, roof for me because I'm not paying any more money for my tickets. <laughs> Cancel the hot sun. I love it, man. Oh, man. Uh, we just need one of those Mr. Burns from The Simpsons, like umbrellas yes. that like raises up and blocks the sun. Yo, it's, it's simple. so weird that it's like a, spe- a certain time every game that that sun just hits you. And yeah, you just be rough. like, dang, yo. I would take that over cold, though. I'm sitting here wearing a scarf indoors because I am a baby. I'd rather I wear I, now, see, I'm opposite. I'd rather be in the cold and layer up because you can like, get crazy. You can't get butt naked outside, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't. I mean, you can, but you're probably going to end up behind bars. So I'd rather be cold and put on more clothes. Oh, my God. Just leave the awesome. wet out of it. I, I don't want to be wet, period. Chicago True. sucked. 
It did, man. My phone was out of commission for four days. <laughs> four days, man, after that. Peachy, one of the best there ever was. It is. She is the absolute incredible human. She says, we may have four quarterbacks. Uh-oh. Never know with this team. Stetson Bennett, anyone? Um, I think that this was important because, you know, Kyle Shannon was asked, and I'll play the clip, about a fourth quarterback. Because if no matter what the earliest timeline, Brock Purdy's not going to be in training camp. The yeah. earliest he could come back is the final week of the preseason. Training camp's over. He August. says he wants three quarterbacks for training camp. So let's – I'm, I'm going to turn this to you after Kyle Shanahan clip. This is Kyle's comment on the fourth quarterback. And then after that, I want to hear, Wayne, who are some guys that you would like to see in that position? Fourth pick, quarterback. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll always take a guy that we believe is right. I mean, when you get to the draft and we rank everybody, and you, you want to go best player, but you also want to go with guys who can make your team, too. I think it'd be very hard for a quarterback to make our team. Uh, but if there's a, I also thought it was going to be hard for Brock to make our team. But we had a high we thought we, we had a high grade on Brock, and we really liked him. And he was sitting there in the seventh round. We weren't going to spend a fifth-round pick on him because it was going to be tough for him to beat out Sunfield. And we, we probably weren't going to keep three guys. Um, but we spent our seventh round on him because he was by far the best guy available. And then he played at a high level. And we didn't want to lose him. So we kept him on our team and we kept three quarterbacks. So that's kind of how it plays out. Uh, I'm sure we'll get another quarterback in our building, especially um, with Brock probably not being able to go with the starting at training camp. I'm just guessing. So I'm sure we'll get a guy, at least a free agent. But you never know how that draft goes. You never know how our valuation goes. And I know those guys are way ahead of that. Um, to me, but I'll start that next week when I get back. And we'll rank everybody. If there's a guy in the draft that makes sense, we'll take him. If there's a guy in the draft that makes sense, we'll take him. Peachy brought up Stetson Bennett. I think Stetson Bennett's going to go too high. So my question to you is, throw players out. We'll get to that in a second. Is there a draft pick that you are comfortable using on a fourth quarterback, even though it is very highly likely he will not be making this roster? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to wait to the seventh round because they have multiple picks in the seventh round. And so they're going to see which if there's a quarterback that they feel, you know, has a shot like in the dark to make this roster. Right. Um, At the end of the day, I the way I see the Brock Purdy situations, he'll go on the PUP. They'll go ahead and draft the quarterback. He'll be that third string or practice squad type of a QB. They may even wait to these quarterbacks go undrafted because I don't see a lot of the quarterbacks even getting drafted. Now, when you're looking at the quarterbacks, look at quarterbacks that can do what Brock Purdy did. What's going yeah. on, Jax? Look for those type of quarterbacks, like your, the Jake Hayners, you know, maybe the Clayton Toons out of Houston, the highly efficient type of quarterbacks, not the ones that can get the ball down the field, not the ones that can run and do all that. No, 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 no. Look for quarterbacks that are highly efficient, accurate on short throws, bing, 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 bada, boom, boom, booms. That's what you want to look for in these quarterbacks. I like Stetson Bennett. I think he's the most mature out of all the quarterbacks. Uh, Whatever collegiate history stuff that went on, I'm sure that's going to somehow go away and there's going to be a team that's going to take a chance on him. Uh, I don't think he'll be there in the seventh round. So I know he's mocked to go – Somewhat in the seventh round, everybody's passing over him. Peachy, that's actually a good pick, and I wouldn't mind him here. You want a guy that could come in here and be efficient, 
I don't think he's going to be there. No. I think he's going to go early. Yeah, like they, they're going to take the chance on him. They don't care about that stuff from college. They'll figure it out is what I'm trying to say. And so Clayton Toon out of Houston, Jake Hayner. Um, I see Max Duggan out of there from TC, TCU. Not 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 an efficient quarterback to me. I, I don't see why no, the 49ers not. would take him. But I tell you what, he can run. He's probably the best running quarterback out there uh, in the draft. That's not what the 49ers want. And so it's going to come down to guys that resemble what Brock Purdy did. And if they find a guy, seventh round will be the earliest they take a quarterback. Uh, and if those guys still fall, John, I think they'll get one undrafted. It'll be cheaper, too. Based on my own personal rankings on quarterbacks, these I, I have three quarterbacks with a seventh-round grade. Max Duggan I don't think fits, but I have a seventh-round grade on him. I'm with you. Tyson uh, Badgent. Out of okay. Shepard. I yep. like him. Malik Cunningham, he's the runaround, inaccurate guy. I don't, I don't think that fits too much. Then there's undrafted free agent guy that I have a grade on. Tim DeMoret out mm. of Fordham. Nick Sakil's uh, old teammate. Old, old Niners guy. met with him. He is exactly what you explained, described, and all those things. I think him, um, Aiden Connell, I got a six-round on. Stetson, I got a fifth-round grade on. I, I just don't see him falling. Jaron Hall, fifth-round grade. Clayton Toon would be my favorite out of Houston. I got a fifth-round grade on. So if those guys fall, like just like what Kyle just said, in the fifth round, we didn't want to take Brock Purdy because we didn't think he'd make the roster. But in the seventh round, the value was too much to pass up. So if exactly. somebody like a Clayton Toon, Stetson Bennett, Jaron Hall falls, that's where you would take that. But again, I'm with... Seventh round at the earliest. Mm -hmm. How is somebody going to make this roster over, you know, in any particular order? Brock Purdy, who's going to be on the pup, you know, probably be on the pup, I would say. All likelihood. Even if it's 50% chance, you have to plan for him to be on there. But Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and this this fourth guy, we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. Now, you did an awesome episode. You always do great work, man. Um, Appreciate you, bro. You did your mock draft 6.0. Yes. And so I want to bracket this with a couple questions. The first question comes from David R. He emailed me and he said, and it applies to your mock draft. Do they trade picks next year to jump up in this draft? In your opinion, will the 49ers borrow from the 2024 draft hall to jump up in this draft? It's possible because they're going to have a load of picks again next year. Gosh. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of comp picks are coming back to them. Uh, and so there's a possibility that they trade a third round pick. They'll trade their third round pick and end up with later comp picks in the third round. Like, think about how that works. And so, yeah, me, I, I actually did that in this particular mock draft, right? I wanted I, to I wrote down all the details. Now, yeah. before we get to that trade, you talk about the draft picks the 49ers are going to get. One, they have all their original draft picks. Correct. Okay, besides a fifth rounder. Um they are getting a third-round comp pick for the coach they just ran, Carthon, and D'Amico Ryans. They're getting a third-round comp pick for Mike McGlinchey, according to Over the Cap. They're getting a fifth-round comp pick for Samson. They're getting a fifth-round comp pick for Charles Aminihue. And they're getting a sixth-round comp pick for Emmanuel Mosley. That's just currently. You can only get four-player comp picks plus the one additional for the coaches. So there's a lot of picks there in the future. Now, in your mock draft, you traded that these are the details of the trade that you put out you shared you gave up the 102 pick this year and next year's third rounder correct. for number 75 this year and next year's fifth rounder correct do you remember who you traded up for 
I traded up to get safety Sidney Brown. Your man. You are That's big Sidney Brown. A guy out of Illinois. And and so look, I'm I'm the 49ers are always prepping for the future, right? And so you say, dang, I traded up to get this kid. How am I going to get him on the field? Well, we'll find out when he gets to practice, okay? Now, I tell you what, if he outplays Deshaun Gibson, that's a good thing because now you have great depth at your safety position with a veteran like Deshaun Gibson on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. And Gibson nine times out of 10 or 9.5 or 9.8 times out of 10 is probably set to retire next year. You get the replacement. What I like about Sidney Brown is he plays safety. Doesn't matter if it's free. Doesn't matter if it's in the box. He just has that safety skill. Another ball hawking type of guy. He has great speed. You saw him work out. He looked like a grown ass man out there. Man. Oh, I got Jim Rat in all capital letters <laughs> on my draft evaluation on him. And you know, again, the dude's from. He's Canadian. He's Canadian. Which I don't know why, but it makes me like him more. <laughs> like to be able to come out of Canada and to infiltrate the college football scene to the NFL. Like I like this kid. He's a lot of fun. And I do agree with you. You will have to trade up for him. Yeah. You will have, to, you might have to go up higher than what you did. I, luckily, like, you know, so, so I wasn't trying to get him, John. I, I, my, my thing is best player available. Uh, That's how the, I feel the 49ers have set their draft board, right? We're going to put all these people on our draft board. If they happen to fall, <laughs> let's go. I don't care who they, who, what position they are. We're going to go grab them. And it was just one of those things like, I, you know, I paused the draft around the 75th pick and I'm like, yo, Sidney Brown is still here. I mean, I see Jamie Robinson, but we're talking Sidney Brown, right? See, David knows. David knows what's up. Yeah, David. He so knows. I, went, I went with him. He happened to be available. Uh, and don't get it twisted. I mean, there were some running backs that were there. Uh, I believe David, uh, what's his name? David A. Chain was there. Uh, there's there's Ooh. some game changers that the 49ers could want. And, 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 you know, I was talking about this last night on Nitty Gritty Niners Talk, and Mo's brought up David. And when you think about A. Chain, I think that's his first name, David, but his last name is A. Chain, kid out of Texas A&M. When you think about this kid, like, what does he bring to the table? I mean, speed, man. And so, like, the 49ers, to me, and the running back department, that's the only thing they're missing. The one hitter speed getter right the guy that can go from zero to 100 real quick you know make the one cut and then nobody can catch him so it's possible that they draft a freaking running back in the third round <laughs> you've been on that you've ended so it, has kyle shed and john Lynch, to be fair. <laughs> just follow the trajectory guys I do love to... Devin Archade out of AM. He's my third running yeah, back. I got a second round grade on him. He's number okay. three for me. And you're right. Speed. So you got you got Bijan Robinson, the kid from Jamar Alabama, Gibbs. and then him. And that's it. Those are my only first. I got I have a first round grade on Bijan, two running backs with second round ga- grades, uh Gibbs and Archain. And then third round, I've got Spears and Charbonnet. That's so it. Spears is the guy that I want. He didn't run the 40 at the combine. I'm not sure what he did at his pro day. I don't care about his 40 time. Would you take him over our chain? Yes. Ooh. Because of what his production was like in college and what I saw at the senior bowl. So you can say that college stats are pretty much skewed, right? Depending on where conference you playing, who you're playing against. Well, when he went to the senior bowl, he was playing against all stars. Hmm. And so when I'm when I watched him make everybody miss in the all-star game, yeah, that did it for me. And he did it consistently all five days of practice and in the game. 
that that did something to me. I'm sure you got him as a third round grade. I like him. He's I just, like him a lot because I, I mean I have Archain three, I have Spears four, so like right. they're they're right yeah. there for me. But I do have a third round grade on him. Yeah. So look, best player available. It depends on who's going to be out there, guys. Um, pay attention because can we go edge rusher? Well, if there's an edge rusher with speed, I think there's a, a specific. Look at Sean. I think I think this is your ghost account, bro. I'm just, Whoa! Saying, I'm just saying. Look at Sean Turner. I didn't even know you were going to put an edge rusher with speed. And to me, the <laughs> fastest edge rusher is the guy that they they had a visit with, and that's Byron Young, out of Tennessee. So he if he's Tennessee. available. Tennessee, Tennessee. If he's available, they got to go with him. I mean, why? You get speed opposite Nick Bosa. Um, didn't have the highest production in college. I don't care about that. I watched him wreck shop at the Senior Bowl. That was the all-star game I got a chance to attend that whole week. And when they're consistently doing the stuff, that speaks volumes for me. Uh, yeah. It was my first time there. wasn't really sure how to evaluate, but I know he kept winning. I remember asking you. Like who you liked? I think we were just talking. I don't know if it's phone or text. And Tajay Spears was the first name out your mouth. First name. First name. First name. Spears. My my fate. My go tos there were Spears, Tank Dell, uh, Byron Young. Um, there were a few other ones. Uh, defensive linemen. Uh, both Byron Youngs actually. The kid from Alabama on the inside was pretty good too. Now let's let's stick with this conversation Sean brought up. Um, again, back to your mock draft six Go check out Wayne Breezy on Twitter. You can see the graphic; it's awesome. He does a good job. Your graphics are always fire, man. All accounts. Thank I don't you. know how you do all those accounts. Me neither. I, I, I don't I, know. I have to pay people to do my accounts because I can't do what you do. But hats off to you, my friend. What they don't know is behind the scenes, I be like overwhelmed, like a mug. So shout out to Steve. Man. He's helping me out a lot, you Ooh. know, with these graphics. Steve, I Mons. love it. Yeah. Now, you, my favorite thing about your draft is you drafted not one but two edge players. I and I think the 49ers are going to do that. So I, the two edge players you drafted at yes, pick I number did. 99, let's talk about him first. You let's did Mike it. Morris out of Michigan, 99, I, then Jose Ramirez, 164. Let's wow. focus on Mike Morris. I don't know if he's an edge player. He can be both. So here's the thing. And and Michigan, he played edge because he was just bigger and kind of – I won't say he was faster, but he has technique. You, you, you talked about uh, what makes Nick Bosa special, and I'm not comparing him to Nick Bosa, so get this out your mind. It's his <laughs> technique. It's his ability to be able to find ways to win on the edge, but he could also play inside. So you can go inside, outside. He's a big kid. He's 6'5", 275. He's, he's huge. slow. He didn't run. The, he was a five-something in the 40. 4.95. I don't He's a slow-and-edge player. He's in the bottom 16th percentile. Of I don't care about players. speed. The kid gets home. Help me figure that out. Like, so if he's not getting there with speed, then he's getting there with power and technique, right? Yes. And that's what you're going to get from him. And so if he's available, that's a guy you don't want to pass up because you can always find the opposite or, or a different trait of a type of an edge rusher with speed that can win outside on the edge a little bit later in the draft. And I went with Eastern Michigan's uh, Jose Ramirez a little bit later. He's fun, isn't he? Yes. He's fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now he's weird because he's he plays the same position as Mike Morris, but he's 6'1, 242. You're talking about somebody that's half a foot shorter, you know, 40 pounds lighter, the same position. So the double up, and again, going back to Sean Turner talking about speed off the edge. If you want speed off the edge, he ran a four seven three. All right. But he, he wins on film. He, so he, it's it's almost like running backs. 
running the 40 yard dash. I mean, do you want him in the four threes? Yeah. But I, I much more pay attention to how were they in the 20 yard shuttle and, and the quickness more of the running backs. Can they make cuts? How is their three cone drill? Things like that. So when you look at these players, it's not just about straight line speed. That's all the 40 yard dash represents. How fast can a person run and a straight line? On top of that, it also comes down to who got the best damn trainers out there because these kids are being trained by world-class running athletes to teach them how to stand, to teach them how to come out of their stance and all that type of stuff. These big-ass linemen don't care about none of that stuff. They don't give a <laughs> fuck about that. They not try They get down however they can get down, and they're getting up. I only care about his get-off. Pause. That sounds weird to say. The only thing that matters. It makes sense. It works. It works. You can always mess with football words to make them more fun. Not um, Wayne Breezy, bro. Because yeah. they will get on me. They they, they do, me. man. They yeah. do. They yeah. I enjoy that though. Um, I need to do better. I need to slip in some of those just so oops, slip in there goes. There we go. uh, <laughs> just to get the the brains the the hamster uh rolling up top. Uh, great one says Fehoko on the edge for us would be a good look. Niners met with them. We're talking about Villamine Fehoko out of San Jose State, 6'3, 276. Mm -hmm. Um, super high motor, super high motor. My problem is, I think he's more of a 3'4 guy than a 4'3 guy. Um, he's just so big, 6'3, 276. He's huge. Um, again, does he go inside, outside? Niners like him. So we'll just kind of see how that goes. And we're seeing a lot of these. Oscar, what's up, Oscar? Appreciate you, man. Um, back to the safety oh, conversation. Jamie Robinson, man. This is not even a question for me. Yeah. Um, I like why, why why Jamie Robinson at he's safety? just a better overall safety. He's better at, at taking angles. I mean, when you think about safety, you 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 want the ones that play the angle right, right? And so uh because nothing is really ran on a straight line for them, they have to have the ability to kind of like shift field really quickly and not get spun around. Like the the one issue with Tashawn Gibson, I mean, you can call it chalk it up to age or or skill you watch them get turned around a couple of times and he just doesn't have that quick feeding speed to to reset and there you get an old guy like aj green getting a touchdown on him right so like like jamie robinson gives you that quick change of field uh really quickly and he plays the ball really well uh kid from florida state trey dean though <laughs> he ran a four five he, but he gives you the size yeah. and the power. 6'2", 200, man. Camp Chancellor is would be – he's a poor man's Camp Chancellor right now. Don't let the Seahawks get him because they'll find a way to utilize him right. That's all I'm going to say. They don't I'm not him. sure. You know, the, the speed is – it doesn't show. I'm not sure Trey can play that free safety type role. I think he's an in the box guy. He's in the box. He's a, a, I have him as I think a big Jamie team. can play free. I don't yeah. think Trey can. And Trey to Trey to Trey Dean would be superb in the big nickel. Like yeah. a team that runs the big nickel. Five time SEC academic <laughs> honor roll. Five he's times. Smart. He's smart. He's yeah. just slow. He's just slow. Just not slow, slow like you know, yeah. on speed. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. But, you know, I, I want to say, you know, if there's I, 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 there's a lot, the, the chat's popping right now, which I really, really enjoy. Um, and before we get out of here, I do want to talk a little bit about just kind of what we got going on this week. Uh, Wayne, I'm going to be on the John and Wayne show uh, yeah, on John's Friday. His first mock draft with Wayne. So this is oh, going to be interesting. We arguing. We're going to fight. Like, this is going <laughs> to, you know how Kyle Shanahan, 
and John Lynch just don't clearly seem to be on the same page, I can't wait till Friday. There will be no prepping. And this, I'm not agreeing if I don't like, I like it. it. And I he's like not it. agreeing if he don't like it. This is be prepared for a longer show. Oh, we will I'm skip down. Everything unless there's some breaking news. Other than that, we mock drafted. I love it. A uh, couple things we got cooking. Uh, BD Peacock going to be on the show tonight at 5 p.m. Awesome. Uh, from Locked On Niners. It's going to be fun. And then Rohan, we got a show tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Uh, we just roll it out all the stops. But, you know, the, 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 the creme de la creme is none other than the man beside me, Wayne Breezy. It's been a fun show, man. And Always. I want to say thank you for all the uh, contributions from people in the chat. Love it. Wish we could get into more comments. But, man, we're going to keep rolling. We're not going anywhere. This show is on repeat. All freaking time long. Uh, and that's what we got. Wade, any parting thoughts before we get out of here? You want to put a bow tie on this conversation? Hey, man, we talked a lot about the quarterback situation, and that's exactly what it's going to be going forward. I do expect Trey Lance to come out here, take this junk by the balls, and do what he does best. Like, seriously, just go out there and be the best quarterback he can be. Uh, I expect Sam Darnold to put up great competition. And when Brock comes back, it is what it is. We'll see what it comes down to. Because now, to me, if Trey Lance is doing what he's supposed to do or if Sam Darnold's doing what he's supposed to do, Brock's got to earn his spot back. I don't care if he is labeled the quarterback one. So it's going to be very interesting to watch. John, keep putting out that great content that you do. Everybody, make sure your alerts are set to all. We appreciate you. And if you're not You got Raj on the show tomorrow? So tomorrow, Raj and I do a show. It's called the R&B Show. So it's going to be really cool. Uh, y'all both got y'all got the pipes, man. I can't yeah. sing. I can't. I, sing I didn't know Ross life. could sing till last week, so that kind of <laughs> like threw me for a loop. And I'm like, oh snap, we got something here, you know. So that's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be on RSF 49ers channel. That's at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so make Love sure it. you check that out. Uh, Jack Hammer will be on the show. Not Jack Hammer. Um, Larry Kruger will be on the show with me tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the original Wayne Breezy show. Where I'm gonna have people on the show. They'll be on. Uh, that'll be 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. So we got. I got three shows tomorrow. Oh shoot! I gotta go to bed now. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. Well, Wayne, thank you so much for everything. This was an absolute blast. And to everybody else, you know how we end every show. The craziness is going to continue. Yes. And people are going to run with whatever. And don't, don't, don't let that stuff ruin the energy that you have for this team, uh, make it enjoyable. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.